0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. This is John Bishop with John Bishop Fine Art and you're listening to Art Life, the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Uh, If you've been following us at all, you know that Bogdan and I have been trying to find this this magical, wonderful, perfect spot that we could uh, sell our house and move into and and be able to run our our business and and live from the same place and and, uh, we're just not able to afford what we think we need. Uh, So we've started to regroup and we thought okay, maybe we can do some moderations here to the house to make it more acceptable, make it more uh, conducive to the kind of work we think we need to do. And then we were toying with the idea of maybe buying a property also in Romania, where we could afford quite a lot and uh, could live a lot more cheaply. So we're, we're, we're playing around with this idea and we were looking at the kind of the pitfalls of trying to do business in Romania and the United States and splitting our time between the two because let's face it the art market here in the States is much bigger than we're going to find in Europe particularly in Romania and so we started to think who do we know Uh, one of the uh, At at Silver Street Studios, we have uh, probably 40, 50 artists just in our building. And uh, Jenny Guarino is one of them. Jenny is a a liquid artist. Uh, She does the poor paintings and and some resin work as well. And uh, Jenny is Australian. And she is uh, married to a man who is also Australian, but first-generation Australian, uh, whose family is from Italy. And so they basically travel from Houston to Australia and to Italy every year and she spends a good portion of her time uh, abroad and still uh, is still able to run an art business and and, uh, and explore and, and develop her, her art business in that way And so that was the we thought okay that's the person we want to talk to so I have a, a recorded video uh, and audio of Jenny, uh, a, an interview that we did with her some uh, a week or two ago. Uh, unfortunately, there is a bit of a problem if you are watching this podcast. Uh, there is some missing video. Uh, if you're listening to the, uh, to the podcast, you're golden because all the audio is there. So uh, let's go ahead and start off with that uh, interview with Jenny Guarino here at Houston at Silver Street Studios. Guys, we're here with Jenny Guarino, who is one of the artists here at uh, Silver Street Studios. And uh, we've known Jenny for several years while we've been here. And one of the things we first noticed is that Jenny travels constantly. So she is a very uh, accomplished artist. She does. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your art?
1: Well, firstly, I sound a little different. I'm Australian. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, living in the US, so I'm a dual citizen, American and Australian. Mm-hmm. And um, my art is, over the last few years, have, has sort of evolved to being uh, fluid art. And it's really about um, my travels. It's, mm-hmm. it's sort of memories of travels that I've made. So when I travel, I take my iPad with me and I like to draw on my iPad out of airplane windows or wherever I am. And I sort of capture the colours and the feeling of the moment. Often it's really quick, it's not, not detailed. And, um, and then I bring them back to the studio here and create some artwork from those ideas. you take those ideas
0: and create some sort of fluid uh, Uh depiction of that, amazing, Uh, and you do work all sizes, is it all resin work? Um, Mostly,
1: mostly mostly acrylic on panels or um, canvas and then what I do with resin Mm -hmm. is really just put a layer on top. Uh I don't really mess around, other people add products into the resin, but I really just put that on just to finish it off. Um, my work's pretty bright and has a lot of color. So some of the works, um, uh, actually my Color Play series, which is on canvas, is very bright um, and looks really good without the resin. So for that series, I don't usually put resin on. Mm-hmm. So it's a judgment call for each piece of sure, artwork.
0: Sure, Well, great. You know, you say you you have dual citizenships, U, uh, U.S. and... Uh, Australia, mm-hmm. uh, but there's also Italian.
1: There is also Italy. My husband actually is Australian, but first generation Australian. His parents are Italian and migrated after the Second World War. Um, so over the last, I guess, I guess ten years, no, actually it's ten to twenty years, we've started going back to Italy to visit his old, his family town, which is a little town um, east of Naples, uh, in the hills in Campania, um, and. There's an old family home there as well that we go and stay at. Um, And I've been trying to learn Italian as well. And last year for the first time, I actually managed to um, be able to speak it. I can understand it quite well. So that's very helpful when when you're overseas. So yes, we go to Italy as well. So um, the studio's here in Houston. Most of the artwork I create is here in Houston, Mm -hmm. on um, especially the larger ones. Um, And then we go back to Australia for family and friends um, once a year and to Italy once a year as well. But,
0: but they're they're extended stays right? They're extended
1: stays. So mm-hmm. Australia is usually two to three months around Christmas time perhaps although this year summer. Yeah, yeah, because it's better weather and Italy is just after the the busy rush in August so usually around September but it can be other times and Italy about a month.
0: About a month in Italy.
1: And fortunately because we have houses there mm-hmm. I've sort of set up a little art studio bedroom in each of the places that's Amazing. what i've been doing yeah. over the last few years that's one of the questions yeah. i was
0: going to ask you is do you do you work exclusively here i mean you said you use your ipad yes but, but you'll do some of the fluid work
1: Yep. so over the over the last few years what i've been doing is because part of it's trying to work out what products are available in these other countries so mm-hmm. that's sort of been right. a challenge um and interestingly uh in so in italy for example um the getting the resin um and getting panels um is difficult they paint mostly on canvases and resin used for boats and things like that Um, so but over because of COVID actually Amazon delivery got better and some of the delivery around Italy got better and we're in a little a small area we can actually get I can get resin now delivered by Amazon to my little little farm place so so that's that's sort of helped our last visit last year I actually was able to get some resin. And I found a canvas maker who would make panels for me, um, for my artwork. So I have made a couple of big ones in Italy. Um, but really, it's more for fun and exploration. So what I really do on my, my trips, they're more about reflection and about experimenting with different things. And then, but the real serious work, I come back here and do it here. But I'd learn when I'm over there, if I'm playing around. So, you,
0: so one, of the, one of the issues, I guess, would be if you do work abroad, you bring it back to sell it.
1: No, and so only if it's small. Okay. So I have I have brought some smaller pieces about this big back in my luggage um, mm-hmm. to sell mm-hmm. out of here, um, and I haven't I haven't explored selling in either Australia or Italy, um, just because I've really focused on Houston and the larger right. scale works. And, and you're and this, not there long enough. To, and I'm, right. Well, yeah. I
0: suppose you have contacts in. Uh, in, certainly in Australia. Yes. So you in I Melbourne? Do.
1: Yeah, I'm in Melbourne and I mean I was so born you're not, there and grew up there. In the right. Right. I mean in even Italy, Italy what's really funny is so Melbourne's now a big city and has a lot of art. I'm just not connected with people because part of art is trying to find the people who like your art sure. and who will buy it. So sure. um, and
0: building those relationships that
1: And in Melbourne I have many friends but i don't have those particular connections for the type of art i'm creating now so i would have to work at that and focus on it and at the moment when i go to australia for the one month two months i want to see my friends and family i go and see the art shows they always have really good um and leading art programs so i will do all that and i will play around and fiddle i'll see what art products i can get they're more expensive there so that's the other issue there Um, so so but but I have started creating some things for family, just as a test, just to mm-hmm. see. Well, you know, I'm, so I, I have just produced a really large one in Australia, but it's been over the, it's been over the course of a couple of visits. Mm-hmm. So I started at one visit and didn't finish it, and finished at this visit. So, so that's not practical to scale up, you know, for um, something serious. And transporting those huge panels or canvases, yeah. they're just, they're just too it, heavy. It's cost prohibitive. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then you've got all the tax implications as well. Exactly. So, so that's why I still come back to like, and it's complicated, you know, mm. so there's a, I, I think for, my, for what I do, Houston and Texas is a big enough, you know, and the US is a big enough market. And mm. um, I don't necessarily need to sell in the other places.
0: Do you find that, I guess one of the things that, uh, that I noticed when, because we lived abroad for many years and I would just switch off this life Yep. And I would switch on that life, right. uh wherever we were. And I just really, it just becomes tucked away right. in, my, in my psyche, and my uh, emotional. But that could really be detrimental to a business, right? right. I mean, if I'm trying to build a business in ah. Houston, I, if, let's say we get the place in Romania, I go to Romania for two, three months. Those two, three months, I'm not working the business in right. Houston. Right. I'm just like abandoning it and and, And how do you deal with that? That's
1: a concern because last year, well, the last couple of years because of COVID, I've been here and last year was a very productive year and a good year for sales for me. Now this year, um, there were some family circumstances, which meant I had to go back to Australia, not the normal time and spent longer there. So I really haven't spent time here on my sales. And I really did shut down from Instagram on this particular trip, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't recommend it because it does really um, slow slow your, your growth People down. People forget you. People forget. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't post a lot on Instagram. One of the things I have been working on personally, though, is um, teaching. So out of this studio, nice. I do um, I have been doing pouring and um, alcohol ink on paper classes. So what I did this trip when I was in Australia was I created an online teaching class for pouring Excellent. that's on now on, just got uploaded to Skillshare. Mm-hmm. So it's the same class as I do here, but it's online. Because one of the things I feel bad about is my commitment to people who want to do the classes here in the studio. Well, what are they going to do when I'm away for four months right. or so? so? So I thought getting it online and being able to share it with that, them that way is one way so that's just one aspect of my business that i've been exploring so it's Mm -hmm. sort of like so the teaching side of things sort of fun and that's a potential thing when i do go overseas back to australia is potentially i could do workshops Mm -hmm. so that would be another way of sort of starting and and starting to um build an audience build an audience in in that location so so that's one of my ideas. I'm not sure about Italy because mm-hmm. Italy, we really do only stay four or five weeks. So I'm not sure right, what you could right. really do there. But Australia, we're there um, more often. Yeah. So
0: uh, uh, long enough to make a, a, an impact. Yeah. Right, right. So, so any advice? Uh, any any pitfalls you see? Any if if, oh. if someone was considering kind of bilocating like that?
1: Well, I mean, you have um, you know the language. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm
0: yeah (laughs) so I mean I I speak enough Romanian to know when they're talking about because
1: I mean because I think it's really difficult if you don't speak the language especially when you're trying to find if you really do want to talk to communicate with gallery owners or Mm. create products like Mm -hmm. just just trying to uh, in Italy not 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 all the people who are making things speak Italian Mm -hmm. uh, speak English English, yeah. yeah So I, I think that's really important. And then if you were going to sell, you really need to understand, like I said, the tax implications of all of right. that with U.S. worldwide tax as uh-huh. well. Uh, and if you sure. have a
0: permanent place, though, in Melbourne, you mm. could actually leave inventory there. Right. Right. You could have right the, the, yes. uh, the yep. Melbourne office yep.
1: <laughs> yeah you know it would just I guess it would just be a another office I yeah. just don't know I guess it would be worth it if mm-hmm. if I was if I had the time to make enough work there mm-hmm. so so it's having the time to make the work um and maybe if you're working on paper you can transport it easier True. so I mean that's the other thing some of the canvas people who are working on canvas you know with normal brush they roll they take it off the Frames roll it up, and then you can you can transport transport it. it. And just Um, restructure. But yeah, I haven't. I mean, I just as far as panels and things, I guess um, it would be to work on smaller pieces and series with smaller works.
0: And um, I'm just trying to think. The to me the the fear that I have also is that in different parts of the world. People value art differently, mm-hmm. and I, I, my impression in Europe has been that people expect you to have a very, very developed education, um, have have in, worked in ateliers, and and really right. have the credentials to yes. be an artist. Right, and I don't have that. Right, you know, and, and not to mention I do um, abstract art, which. Yep they're going to say, Where, where's your portrait work? Right. <laughs> in oil. <laughs> right.
1: It's really interesting because, I mean, so I don't... Yeah, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I, mm-hmm. I all I know is that in Italy, one of my husband's family members just always said, I love your art, I'll, you know, follows me on Instagram and says, mm-hmm. love your art, your art, love your art. Um, and because um, she'd helped with some things for us, as a surprise, I did one of my pieces for her. Mm-hmm. And it's like... And she was so excited because it's like, no one else has this, I've got this... Mm-hmm. You know, this, this large um, abstractic thing, and it's got resin on it, and I love it. So it's like, I, who knows? Who knows? I, I think there's enough people that you're going find, to find your people there as well as here.
0: You know, one of the advantages that uh, we haven't mentioned is when you are an expat, you have better access to things. Right. Because you're, you're odd, you're different, you're exactly. new, you're, yep. you're, you're exotic, yep. in a sense. Uh, because I know that when I lived abroad, I had access to people and got invitations to things that I would never no, have. No, you're
1: absolutely to. right. I mean, the first contact, U.S. Embassy in um, yeah. Romania. Mm-hmm. And um, off you go. Yeah. Because, like, here I've made contact with in, in Houston with the Australian Embassy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very helpful to, for my artwork in Houston. And so, they buy art. And they buy <laughs> art. Yes, that's true. So.
0: <laughs> They, they want something from the places they've lived yes that's what I've always done yes, uh, yes. same here yeah. same here it's a it's a ready market yeah
1: right? yeah
0: that's yep. something that yeah so
1: I think that's probably right it's the international especially in Romania so Romania is probably more like the Italian market although i Likely, I, I yeah. really don't you know versus Australia because in a lot of ways Australia is just like here like mm-hmm. it's a and Melbourne especially it's a big city it's got really established large art galleries and a large art market which is just like Houston so probably it's similar opportunities with it whereas Italy and Romania it's just it's different culture different world absolutely
0: yeah. and one of the things we thought was if if we were to create anything in Romania we would m- likely have to put it in a van and drive it to Germany or drive right. it to France to, right to everything's, sell it. So everything's, you know, everything's so close you but everything's so close but everything's so close living in Texas I don't even know I know um, <laughs> everything's close
1: well, are there art fairs? See, I don't know much there about are. Europe. There yeah. uh, in, you know, in Romania. In, yeah. Very few. In very Well, few. in Europe, yeah. but
0: Certainly around Europe. Right. And again, you have that accessibility. Uh, it's just that uh, it occurred to me that if I'm trying to build this business here and I take big chunks of time away from it, that it could be... I think it does dilute it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's something I mean, cause you I, when have I, to I, consider. Yeah,
1: and especially, you know, if you look at he these studios here and the second saturday's opening mm-hmm. one of the things i felt bad about was that and it was running through my head Well, maybe i should have someone coming and opening on just the second saturday at least for me while i'm not here that would be because that enough, yeah because yeah, that seems like one thing that you could do mm-hmm.
0: um and traffic here is picking up again right thank goodness right after yeah. a long a long haul with covid
1: yeah um, and i mean there is um Obviously, you've got your website with all those details, which is global and online anyway, right? So you so much online? I have, I've updated over, um, during. Uh, I guess the last six months, I've updated. But, mm. oh, but as far as selling much, no. Yeah, we no. don't either. And,
0: no. I, you know, we put it all out there. We do lots of social media. We just don't get a lot of sales no. online. And I, I guess I hear people do. Right. I, I don't know any of them. No. <laughs>
1: Um, what I get online is people finding my, cl- my art classes. So, so, so fluid, yeah. for whatever reason, people here in Houston are interested in fluid art classes. So um, they, do, you know, that's, they do find me through through that mechanism. I think um, with my art particularly, you need to see it in person. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the problem with having it on a website is it's yeah. okay and it looks, looks right. all right. But even when people, actually, I have had a number of queries through my website, mm-hmm. quite quite a few queries, but um, they always need to come here to see the artwork. They don't. They wouldn't just press a button and, and buy it. It's quite an investment. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then then it's a matter of coordinating. So that's the other problem. If you're if you're away somewhere and someone wants to see your artwork, well, how do you how do you get them to see it? So you need you really do need a local contact. I think mm-hmm. who has access to your studio. What's, What's next? next for me? Um, well, as I said, I've been exploring the Teaching. teaching I'm about to start work so um, as far as creating creating work goes I sort of work in spurts and I've got different mm-hmm. series that I and they are up on my website um, so at, at the moment I have all my most of my larger work up on the website and it's categorized by the different series I work so I come back from a trip I've just been to Australia and I'm about to do um, three I've got three square panels that are gum blossoms so that's what I'm ab- about to start work oh, on nice. um
0: are you in any galleries?
1: Uh, no, I did. I've been out there a little bit and tried that. Um, it hasn't worked for me mm-hmm. so far um, because they. It needs to be a gallery that matches your work. Sure. You know, I've done a few shows. I've worked with some galleries. I've explored it, but I really haven't found that right match yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I prefer to just sell directly to the customers here. It suits and me. I
0: prefer that too. But it occurs to me that that might be a bridge mm-hmm. when you're abroad. Right. that you still no that would be excellent work in, in it, or yeah. no that would
1: be excellent and it, mm-hmm. but it's just I mean I don't know the problem is that there aren't there aren't a whole lot of galleries yeah. that um, I mean I have looked at a few and you know I think all of us have tried different exhibitions at different places mm-hmm. um, but they have to be really committed and excited about your work right. and um, interested in it so in my mind that almost means I know you can go out and find galleries, but it's like the gallery has to find you, too. That's what so, I've heard, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I've tried, yeah, like I said, I've tried a couple times and it hasn't, you know, they've been happy to have my work, but it can just sit somewhere and no one can see it. True. And the people seeing it have to be in the right price bracket for whatever you're selling. Um, and otherwise, you're just giving your artwork to someone for free, you know. So, right. um, yeah, so I've been—I just keep on trying different things. Um, the other thing I do is commission commissions of work of people who are interested, but can't quite see what they like. Um, so I've been trying—I've been working on that process and just changing it up a bit. A lot of people want me to go see their see their work in a house, mm-hmm. in their home, and help help design it. And I say, well, I'm not a designer; I'm an artist. Mm-hmm. So if I come, you know, send me photos of your house and come and pick some colour swatches, and I can work that out with you um but I ha- I am exploring going to someone's house so um so I have a commission in in that process it's done that way but they do understand I'm still an artist like I'll come and help them work out the size um with them and we'll pick some colors and um but I'll still come back and create an artwork in a certain series style so it's not some it's not like you know we can take a photo of something and I'm going to do exactly what they what right, they think right. so I am exploring the commission process um and other other ideas I just sort of poke around and just see what comes back and bites you know which fish takes the bite I don't know and in the meantime I just love creating art in this studio so that's, that's enough for that's me that's what we do <laughs> <laughs>
0: well thanks so much for talking with yeah, us yeah lovely to talk uh, to you again
1: always enjoy best it. of luck yeah thank Look you
0: to seeing what comes next okay
1: thanks John thanks
0: Jenny Okay, guys. Well, that was the interview. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. I'm going to leave it here, and uh, hopefully we're going to find some uh, more exciting news to share with you very soon. Uh, But until then, have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye now.